welcome to episode 19 of Hello from Hong Kong. This episode is a little bit different, as I mentioned in the previous episode, where I would actually start including some interviews or chats, air quotes, chats, from when I was traveling, and this is one of the first ones. In this one, I'm in Mongolia with a couple that I met. In fact, they were my Airbnb hosts, and I was hoping before I even arrived that they would be the kind of people to sort of open up and explain Mongolian culture to myself and my Periscope audience. And they were actually. Um, I was a good judge of character, if I don't say so myself, on my part. And they spared an hour of their time and shared, well, and they shared with, and they shared with us loads of things that we would have been none the wiser to. So thank you for Edwin and Dulgan, who you'll hear in the episode. Now I'm closer to the microphone than Edwin and Dulgan is, so I've upped the volume slightly. So I'm actually always going to speak a little bit louder than the other two. So sorry about that. But in this episode, we talk about how Edwin, as an American, he came to be living in Mongolia. We talk to Dulgan and we find out that she grew up in the country and in the city, what it's like to be living a nomadic lifestyle. She's also a yoga teacher. And we also talk about eating wolf. Are women treated equally in Mongolia? What is special about Mongolian marriage rituals? gay culture in Mongolia, the Russian influence, and Korean links. Also, we try to make this accessible as well to the first-time listener, and we find out how easy is it to get around Mongolia with regards to using English, and what's the cost of living like, and the very last topic is the secret to retiring early. I hope you enjoy this episode. Did I say properly? Edwin. Edwin. <laughs> well, you're Edwin. I'm Edward. Oh, sorry. I thought you said David. I don't know why I've been calling you Last David. Last name, Davison. Oh, Davis. Okay. And uh, we, uh, they've been gracious with their time, so they just want to, they're happy to spend some time and chat and share some uh, Mongolian um, insights. And uh, Dolgan is actually my Airbnb host, and they, they, they're a couple, so they manage it together. So one of them will give me a great review, hopefully. Fingers crossed at some point. <laughs> Maybe. <coughs> And uh, I just want to start with uh, Edwin first. How long have you How long have you been here? Because Edwin is actually from America, so if you're interested, you can obviously ask him some questions about America and transitioning to and from Mongolia. And uh, Dulgan is actually uh, born and bred Mongolian. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just visiting, but you're visiting on a longer sort of term. Um, just want to know briefly, like why. Why would you come to Mongolia? What's the hook for you? Okay, so my first time was in 2004. I came here as a Peace Corps volunteer, and I stayed here for two years and taught English in a small village. And uh, I fell in love with it. And uh, since then, since 2006 when I left, I've been coming back almost every summer. And uh, Edwin's from Chicago? Indiana. Close, I say Chicago, oh, okay. but from, Indi- from Indiana. Because it's simpler to explain Chicago? Most people know Chicago. Okay. In Indiana, not so much. Okay. Maybe not you, but let's say in Asia. Chicago is quick and easy. So. Edwin was yesterday explaining how some of the weird TV shows come from Indiana. 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 Stranger Things is one of them. 
When I show her, when she watches TV shows with me, she, she thinks Indiana's this. She's scared of it, or it's a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> They've only made it halfway through Stranger Things at the moment. And Parks and Recreation, you said? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I have only seen the first one. Um, okay. And Dulgan, my gracious host. Yeah. I, I don't have a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk a little bit about uh, Mongolia itself? I mean, we can go back to Edwin and say why he keeps coming back and what's the hook for him. Um, Mongolian, why, why stay here? Where did you come from? What do you do? Just general easy questions like that. Okay. <laughs> well, I born in Yubi, Ulaanbaatar, this capital city, and uh, but uh, my mom's family are nomadic, nomadic people, so and they live very far from the Western Mongolia border to Russia. Uh -huh. And my life was like half in the nature with nomads, and the half in the city. I grew up like that until I'm a teenager, so that's where I come from, I would say. Uh, What's it like traveling at such a young age? Oh yeah, I start traveling at age 17, my first country was India. Okay. And, <clears throat> and after that I went to Denmark, Germany, I studied my bachelor degree in Poland. And What's the topic? Or subject? Tourism. Okay. Yeah. So I'm now working actually tourism thing. Like with tourists and Airbnb and all that. But despite that my work is I I'm a yoga teacher. Uh, I started from two thousand ten. But I started doing yoga like from two thousand seven from India. And yeah, I love this meditation and yoga thing. Mm. Which lifestyle do you prefer? The nomadic one or the non-nomadic? I don't know what the actual term is. I like nomadic style, of course. I don't... I can't stay in one place forever. Right. It's my life from the young age. I start moving there and there and there all the time. So then even I get old and I'm older, but I still like always go that other country in that other country like that. Is there a big difference when you when you're roaming around Mongolia? It's different. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm I'm kind of I want to flesh it out a little bit more. I want to ask about if you are a nomadic uh, if you are living a nomadic lifestyle and you want to travel from one part of Mongolia to the other, the climate is basically the same. Am I right or am I wrong? No it's it's different it varies enough? Yeah, like okay. the western where I live. Yeah. That's more colder area, and the, why it's different is city life is city people. Nomad life is just totally in the nature, and we have different traditions in between the countries in, inside the Mongolia. Different ethnic, different tribes, so they have different cultures. Mm. A little, a little different. I'm I'm more trying to focus on like the nature, like yeah. what are the environmental benefits of like, moving from like one part of Mongolia to the other, mm -hmm. to get away from something or to benefit from the pastures over that part? Looking for better grass. Yeah. Looking for better grass. Yeah. We just follow not this, our... Not this type, by the way. <laughs> we just follow our um, animal, where they want to go, where they want to eat, 
where there is a better grass for animal, then we just move after them because they are the, our food and our life. Yeah. So we just so do follow they, them. So if you follow the animals, they're dictating the course of the travel. Is that what you're saying? Well, you kind of. I think they uh, they see which where the better grass is. On an intrinsic they, level. They know, uh, to our eye, we don't know exactly what grass they eat, but um, mm. but they know exactly what they eat and well, which was the better grass. For example, in the summer, there's no rain in certain area, and the animal uh -huh. will just follow where there is a grass, good grass. Uh -huh. So so they know. So we just follow them. Okay. Uh, so Bowles asked, is it, is it also part of a hunter-gatherer lifestyle? Does it have to be? No, not so much. There's, I mean, the, they just, the sheep is there. There's no hunting, for, unless you consider that hunting, but no, not really. Well, can you hunt in Mongolian plains? You can hunt. Uh, marmot? A what? Marmot. Is that like a small animal? Yeah, it lives underneath the ground. Uh, a marmot? It lives underneath the, it's a ground animal. A mole? Like a mole, kinda. Okay. And there's a famous clothesline with the same name, right? There's a little animal. that you can hunt that, or wolf, or yeah, there's a lot of hunting, but it's not that common because you have you live off the sheep. Okay. Yeah. So it's not that big of a sport here. Okay. Also, for men, they like with some friends they hunt wolf. It's very, very. That's only because they're hunting, they, they eat the sheep, they're protecting their, their right. livestock. So. But then, because it's nomadic, would you just make use of that extra meat and then eat the wolf? Eat the wolf? We don't eat the wolf, we just like to hunt them. They're the predator. Oh, I'm just thinking of like, if you're living a nomadic lifestyle, you wouldn't want to waste anything. So it's an opportunity. Oh, extra food. I've eaten okay. wolf. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, a wolf soup, I was really sick. And my, the, the host family, they gave that yeah. to me as a... A remedy. Everybody made you sick. No, I was sick. Oh, you was sick. I was almost like deathly ill. Right, and, and they uh, made you a wolf soup. Yeah, I ate it. Okay. I couldn't taste it. You know, it was all and cold. Then after you felt better. Of course, I, I I can't I can't tie it to the soup, but I, I was better after I ate we it. We use wolf everything: wolf bone, the wolf tongue, wolf teeth. Okay, break Just, break that down. What would you use those four examples for? For spiritual things. Okay. For example, wolf like this thing. What, the uh, kids, small kids. The wrist. When they wear it, yeah, it kind of protects the dream and like so spiritual things. Okay, that's yeah. a Mongolian tradition. Yeah. 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 The tongue. The tongue is for a certain organ inside you. You have some, for example, for example liver problem, cancer. Uh -huh. you eat the wolf tongue, something. Okay. And then you, but you eat it raw. You don't boil, Ugh. you just eat raw. <laughs> I was thinking, I was actually going to... I don't know, that's the old tradition, but so many people believe that. So many sushi. people <laughs> add the wolf tongue, the wolf some organ, and it's good for your organ. Some healed, and I think I never tried. Okay. But when I had, when I was a baby, I had the wolf bone bristle, bristle? I missed that long question, sorry. Uh, Richard says that sounds more wild than Chinese medicine. What? The the idea, the concept of like eating bits of wolf sounds more wild than Chinese medicine. 
concepts behind Chinese medicine. Chinese do some strange things. Yeah. They, eat that, they eat that caterpillar, don't they? That they, gets they eat infected. everything. Yeah, they eat everything. <laughs> Whoa, that's racist, bro. If it has four, that's what the Chinese say. If it has four legs, it's not a table. I eat it. Like if it has four legs, it's not a table. If what? it's not a piece of furniture or something, they'll eat it. Okay, I don't know. Chinese, told, a Chinese guy told me that. Okay. Well, so. Chinese couple, we had the Airbnb guests. Chinese, they said, we eat everything moves. Yeah, there you go. Something like they that. Everything that moves. They say themselves, we okay. eat everything moves. Right. They're racist. Mexicans have tequila with worms. Yeah, good point. What was that long question? I missed it. I'm, I'm looking out for it while I'm, my head's like flipping over. So anyway, uh, we'll wait. I'll, I'll keep a look out for it. Um, but anyway, that, that we're, that's that's the nomads here. We, I guess we're nomads in the sense that we, we we travel ourselves. Yeah, we, you know, I haven't stayed in one place uh, for eight months, eight years. I've been constantly, and she kind of joined me in that too. You go back and forth, don't you? I don't have a f back or forth. It's just it's a circle. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a home or anything, right? So in that sense, I, I we're kind of nomads. Right. I we st I we don't stay in one place longer, no longer than three months. But you still own property. It's not like in total abandonment abandonment of possessions. You can still be nomadic and own property, but just not. But I. I go with that. We, we don't. We don't own any property or anything. I mean, this is her father's house. Okay. So we and we rent that place. We just rent, right? Right. We're just here for three months and then we move on. Okay. So technically, am I nomadic if I'm just renting in Hong Kong? Uh, I, I think that's renting, whatever your definition. With the ability to I, like. You could have. Hey, if you move around, I think that's a nomad. I guess <laughs> generally speaking. Okay. Well, for the last twenty-nine days, I've been nomadic. <laughs> I'm one. I'm on the same level. level. <laughs> but, you know, three months and I've been there for eight years or more. Uh, how are women perceived in Mongolia? Treated equally? Yeah, I would say yes. From what I've been learning about Mongolian culture, ancient Mongolian culture, it was the women that taught the men how to fight. Yeah. Because the men were fighting. Yeah. And so if, if an, an advancing army would approach a Mongolian uh, base or uh, settlement, they thought, oh, there's only women there, easy pickings. It's like, no, actually, you're kind of fucked because no, the women can shoot bows. All tribes, the leaders were all female. Right. And now, now there is actually, after Soviet, we actually have this woman and man, like, not they call. But as nomadic life, when you live in, in the nature, you're both 50 50 responsible. There's not men, like, you do this, or man, woman, you do that. Or, just both, they know their responsibilities, they do their things, and there is nothing like... But only like we got Buddhism, all this, you know, influence from other countries, we just kind of follow what they say or what they, you know, but as our own culture, like when I'm with my dad or when I'm with my cousin brothers, there is, even girl can be better, you know better respected not the boy for example here in Mongolia parents they would pay their daughters to go university the son stay as a nomad oh they that's give, a twist yeah they want her daughter be more smart more educated and yeah I don't see like that difference like you will be lower it's been 
from the beginning of the time, women were the respected high level. Right. Yeah. It's very different to, uh, especially Hong Kong or Chinese culture. Yeah. It's welcoming. Um, okay, two questions. Did you catch the other one? About is, is being nomadic uh, a Mongolian thing? I, I don't think it is. No. And the other There's one, and the other. gypsies and the Indians, Native Amer First Nations people, uh, they were nomadic as well. Anybody with a herder, herder pasts. There's Nepal, Siberia, they're all over. Yeah. It's not just unique to Mongolia. Marrying age, is that of any consequence or any uh, significance? In in yeah. What's that? Marrying age. Someone asked about marrying age. Is it, you know, did they try to marry the ch the women young or the couples young? Oh, marrying, marrying age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Age. It depends on the girl. If she want to marry, she can marry any time. Oh, so she has like, I'm the boss of me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even in the countryside. No, tell them how traditionally how you're married here. That's oh, interesting. In, my, in my Western, where my grandparents' area, only that area in Mongolia, uh -huh. man steals a girl. What? Just like goes and takes her. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Even the name, the name is the one is Alba. That means to take. Okay. The taken one. They I guess. steal it, but the girl you steal. <laughs> But there's nothing really raw, bad. You just steal the girl you really like or you right. love. So it's not seen in a sort of negative... It might be viewed as a negative thing by a Western point of view, but Very intrinsic to the culture. 100%. Go, go, go to uh, How many can you have? UK and steal your wife, right? You're going to throw it in jail. <laughs> tell actually, them about your... actually, if like the girl is stolen by and she married, she's respected so high. Because it's our tradition from ancient time that even Chinggis Khan stole his wife. Tell them about your aunt. Even Chinggis Khan's wives are stolen by yeah. other tribe. Because um, Tell them about your this woman here, as a spiritually weak man, likes to marry with a smart woman. Because his kids gonna be smart. Okay. So it's our idea to get married a very good girl. So, and now... Now it's the same. You just, you like the girl and you know his family were generationally very good gene, good blood, okay. for example. And you steal that girl. But in the city you don't do that. No, oh, okay. Only oh, yeah, well, I haven't noticed any men holding. Yeah, only at my my grandmother's place. Right. In a certain area. Give so, an example so of your auntie. The Mongolian men, can I just uh, establish this? The Mongolian men invented the term swipe right. Swipe right? Yeah, <laughs> they swiped right, and if the woman... Not even swipe, you just kind of go in and take it. Yeah. wasn't Tinder. Tinder was the first Mongolia was. My auntie, she was went to river to bring, to take a water. Two guys on horse, they came, grabbed her. She was like fighting, but they were laughing and took her on the horse and brought the house, new tent, and they put her... And you have three if, days. If you have three days, <laughs> to, they try to give you a new dress, and if you wear the new dress, you accept it to get married. Oh. But if you don't uh, wear it, you say, no, I don't want. Or you can run days. away. So you the men, men are also the fashion queens, because they produce the dress, you're saying. That's what you just no, said. No, 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 they no. produce the dress, and they've got to convince no, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a traditional dress laying around, and if they choose, oh, okay. the woman chooses to put it on. Yeah. Does sound like a Borat plot. It's just kind of in the corner. It's like it's they're staring at him, and they they had the choice on whether to take it or not. 
okay. all the guy families circle her like please marry my son or you will be great bride. She was saying this to her aunties. Like, yeah, my put, she's, aunt a, she's begging her to put on this belt, right? This yeah. traditional belt. When I was a kid, my uncle, he stole his wife. And she was like so sad. And she she's like, have no idea. And I was the little kid. <laughs> I was awesome. like, hi, sister. You're so beautiful. Try this dress. Like, come on, you know. All this. My mom would ask me to do that. And in three days, she worried. And she knew she my brother. Yeah, she put it on. So <laughs> she become our sister. Okay. Sister-in-law. Don't take this question too seriously. But what happens if a man likes a man? It doesn't happen here. Oh. <laughs> Here's nothing happen like that. If you do that, you get beat up. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's there's underground I mean, underground swiping between men. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> very very secret. Okay. Um, What's your next couple of plans? Well, couple of times, before you answer that, can we establish, are there, any, are there gays in Mongolia? Of course. Okay, of but course. it's underground? Oh, totally underground. Yeah. Because political or for social, social reasons? Social. Okay. It's not accepted here at all. Okay. Actually, one other volunteer... Max isn't yeah. visiting Mongolia. My friend Max. Oh, okay. Yeah. Volunteer? Well, he's in, he's in Scotland at the moment. He's looking under kilts, but um, he's, well, he's, he's gay as the rainbows are. Oh. On gold. Yeah, I mean, uh, I had one of well, the volunteers that came in that were gay. They were told to uh, uh, take on a persona or a different persona, like uh, not to be free with it. You know? Okay. Like, make up a story. You have a girlfriend back yes. home, and and uh, but there's just uh, there's meetings for these secret gay clubs. I've heard. You so, can. You can come. You can. Let's, let's say if you're here, you have no problem, you know, getting dates here. It's just, it's okay. <laughs> I'm sure Grinder is available on the Mongolian App Store. It's got to be. Uh, laws against gays? Huh? Are there laws against gays? It's just not. It's just not accepted. I don't, I don't know. It's just so. I mean, <laughs> socially, it's not accepted. So. Okay. So even know. transgender is not. That's like a further like. Or traditionally, or we are there's very two transgender people. here. There's two what? I think there's two. <laughs> Two sexes. That's it. Two genders. No, two transgender people. Oh, in in UB. You're kind of celebrities. Oh. Only One's two person. In the whole of Mongolia. Yeah. One, and they're both kind of celebrities. Yeah, only okay. two person. By the way, the population of Mongolia is like three million. It's yeah. not a it's not a well populated city. So that's like already like ten percent of the population if there's two of them. Yeah. But they ask this. He's a celebrity. <laughs> they ask him his opinion on things and. Okay. Yeah. He's a, but someone asked about your future plans. I know you're traveling soon, so do you want to mention that? On Monday, actually. And yeah, we're flying to the States. Uh, our plans are kind of up in the air. Our original plan was to visit our sister in Poland and spend some time in India. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we do this meditation thing, so that kind of... We go from meditation center to meditation center, and in between, we do whatever. Okay. That's how we travel the world. Your dad mentioned... Uh, Dulgan's dad is awesome. And I really <laughs> wish I could have periscoped it. Because we had a great conversation about politics and breast implants. and what? Um, Yeah. We got, we got really into the nitty gritty. And he, his English is severely broken. But we managed to like... 
We managed to do it. It was a great conversation. Right. We talked about food, fructose, corn syrup, uh, <laughs> politics, him being in the army uh, because and Russia was part of... Where's the breast implant coming? Oh, because you were talking about American women <laughs> and big butts and stuff. Um, it's a shame because I, show, I showed him Periscope. Some of them are natural. Yeah, some, but we were talking about how men like big butts now and then we talk about how it's fashion and he didn't understand. What do you mean? fashion in terms of a body fashion and I was like oh, how do you get on this topic I don't remember <laughs> um, but Russia used to be in control of Mongolia so he used to serve in the army and stuff and it was like damn this is periscope gold but anyway okay so future plans you're going to America for how long uh, well that might change we, we might uh, if I'm a kind of a job volunteer job we might do that for a year but if that doesn't work out then we'll travel Okay. Europe, India, uh, Myanmar, then back here for next summer. Yeah, we might uh, stay in the U.S. Alaska. For one year, and uh, I have a I have a plan. I want to teach uh, traditional singing in U.S. Oh, okay. Anyone interested can contact me. Yes. <laughs> Do you, what's your Twitter? Uh, do I don't have, have one. You don't have one. Do you have one? I don't have a, I don't have Twitter. What's the big social network here? Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Facebook. Facebook. Is that boring? <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. I had Twitter, I think. I have, I have Twitter. Okay. But, yeah. So you're going to go to America and teach... You want to teach dancing and meditation? Not dancing. Uh, I want to teach uh, traditional singing. Sorry, traditional shamanic, singing. Sorry. Shamanic singing. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. If it's people there, it's your idea. Okay. And you, I know you have family in Germany and in Poland. I have a family yeah. in Poland and Germany. Just Poland. Yeah. Germany. Yeah. You have sisters, uh, you have an auntie and a mother in two different countries. That's what your dad said. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So you're going to be going there as well. Yeah, visit. Okay. They seem very westernized to me. Yeah, I am. I am very westernized. But so is your supermarket, as I discovered last night. Oh. <laughs> well, she grew up in the city, so yeah, it's like... And also, we have, I studied at Russian school, yeah. You speak Russian, don't She's you? She's fluent in Russian. I'm fluent in Russian, yeah. and, and the Russian, they teach all European culture, all European history, everything, and, and I lived in Europe for so many years, so, yeah, I think I'm Westernized. Sorry about that. Do you in do heart <laughs> and nomadic, Mongolian! Do you do meditation for, for money? No. Okay. How often do you get sandstorms like the ones in Beijing? Huh? In uh, Mongolia, uh, in UB, how? how... Yes, sure. I've been in a sandstorm. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it cut your face, I'm sure. Especially sure the sand cuts your face. Especially sure. April, May would be horrible. You don't go outside. You almost don't go outside. But in the it's south, like... all these sandstorms that China get in the starts in the Gobi. Right. Goes down there. Okay, but I forgot where Gobi is. The Gobi, the Gobi is relative to Mongolia and China. Is it underneath Mongolia? It's, it's south, southern. It's inside. Well, there's it's some, inside China. There's some sand in China, but yeah. like the Gobi is in southern Mongolia. Okay, as I thought. Okay, uh, they are very chill. Well, they they meditated before they jumped on Periscope, actually, didn't you? But not yet. After this. So you meditated. We hiked. Oh, you hiked Northern instead. Yeah, we hiked. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Some of my other questions. Um, it was like misconceptions. Misconceptions of? Of Mongolia. Oh. Are there any misconceptions? And obviously... Well, that's a, that's a, even before that, there's yeah. at least the... I mean, for me, uh, 
before I even came here. I had no idea what Mongolia was, so I didn't have these. You didn't know where it was? Didn't know where it was, I didn't know okay. anything. Other than, you know, Genghis. I mean, then, and then, then the conception about that is you're a bloodthirsty, you know, warlord. Uh -huh. That's not exactly true. I guess that's the misconception, but... I don't know, you can't have a misconception if there's no idea in the beginning, right, of what that thing is. I have also... People think Mongolia, we look Asian, we, everyone around the world thinks we speak Chinese. Yeah, they think you're Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Which is opposite. Our language is like... Chicago. Illinois, sorry. It's different, like, okay, Indian language and Japanese language. It's so different language, right? Yeah, but because so, their skin color is different, yeah. then we just, oh yeah. yeah. That, so that our different. language is the same. Mongolian language is so different than Chinese language. Mm. It's like so, it's like, I don't know. I say they're closer to Koreans than they are Chinese. The Mongolians. Even their, their look. Okay. Yeah, their look. Uh, Jen, who is uh, also uh, of Asian ethnicity, would like you to say a few words in no. Mongolian. Like, hello, just like, what's hello in, we did this yesterday, that's an easy one to start with. Hello and goodbye or thank you. Senbeno, senbeno is hello. Thank you, bayutla. Say it again. Bayutla. Bayutla. Boom, got it in one. Yeah, and goodbye. Bayutste. Say it again. Bayutste. Bayutste. Okay. Bayutste. Jackie Chan. Okay. Jackie Chan's really popular here. Is he? He's huge. Like he's hated in Hong Kong. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For political reasons, which we won't get into. In the countryside? Oh, my God. My uh, my teacher's son, is, he would not, he would watch anything but Jackie Chan. Right? <laughs> All the time. Yeah, but some people, some people can't separate the political motivations of individuals and their acting. Uh, oh, I have their, no idea. Their, you know, the acting uh, history. So I can separate the two. I was like, okay, maybe he is that way inclined politically. But it doesn't take away from his movies. Oh, people just like him because he's badass. Yeah, he's badass. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Anything else about Mongolia that's a misconception? Uh, like big conceptions, misconceptions about UB. They don't, you know, they think it's like a, it's far out western with no electricity. You know, people ride horses. It's quite the opposite. It's a metropolitan, uh, you know. Some kind of western, you know. There's Louis Vuitton on the yeah. corner, has a diamond-studded saddle inside. Mongolians said they're very westernized people. More than other Asians. They get this from the Russians. It's because kind of we live oh, okay. close. The Russian influence. We, we live close with the Russian and Europe more close. It's a Central Asia. Almost uh -huh. more the, Russian than Asian. Yeah. Okay. Styles and. Yeah, we are very Russianized people. Yeah, I mean, look at this thing here. This, this is Russian. This house. This, these block, building blocks. Oh, uh, yeah, now that you say it, yeah. I'll have to show you when we get outside. Yeah, Louis Vuitton is here. Uh, a nuclear steak is here. Pizza Hut here. Yeah, KFC. There's a KFC, KFC. on the corner. Uh, he, she sounds Russian. You sound Russian, they say. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> Russia. For all the Russians out there, um, I, there's Russian. Russian is the second language in Mongolia, but it's slowly being displaced by English, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, English is second language now. Oh, it's now. Oh, so okay. English right. So if people wanted to go to Mongolia uh -huh. without using any English, I mean, obviously, I, I've had no problems. Uh -huh. But if you just want to like further that uh, that 
perception, like how easy is it for people to just walk off the airplane and use English? Mm. Korean, Korean and English. Even there's there's all, all, as many Korean speakers here as English probably. Is a is big, yeah, there's okay. over thirty thousand Mongolians that live and work in Korea. Why Korea? Why what's this relationship with Korea about? Oh. And that it's the Belt country. They go there with the work. It's close and uh, you can get the better salary than yeah. Mongolia. Mm -hmm. Korean dramas. But the Koreans are <laughs> known for being sort of like very proud mm. uh, of their, you know, they're, they're, they're very, they are kind of racist, mm -hmm. uh, even towards other Asian countries, mm -hmm. and yet Mongolia well, looks at it. Do they? I mean, I lived in Korea for three years, yeah. right? And I taught there and I hung out with Mongolians there. And, uh, they, oh, they, you know that. They pick okay. up the language really well and, yeah, they fit in really well. Okay. Any other misconceptions? About Mongolia, so don't say lay, uh, don't say ni hao in Mongolia, yeah, like you do in Hong Kong. Do not do Chinese here. Oh <laughs> um, well, yeah, if you come in Mongolia, if you say any word Chinese, people good. will really hate you. People will just boom. Really? Because I mean, yeah, like well. I'm fine with Chinese, but I mean, people around me and Mongolians, we. We don't have any similar things with Chinese. Maybe our future, like Asian, but really? we we don't eat rice, vegetable. We're not, you know, we are nomadic people with so different traditions, shamanic and nature and. Plus, you've been fighting them even the for eating like things, sweet meat and milk products. We are not similar with other Asian cultures mm -hmm. so we have different language everything different yeah. just maybe our future and that's it right just like yeah. the british and the scottish max were no, they're no, totally it's different not, it's, i'm making a joke yeah. it's okay <laughs> there are some scottish people who are like i'm not yeah. british you know yeah. <laughs> they're on that side we're on this side even chinese they thought um that mongolia would be very similar like chinese i uh -huh. had the two couple and they were like Amazed, they were like saying to me, "Oh my God, your language is so different than us, and people here are so different. Mm. How is come?" I'm like, "Well, you need to read about history, or something. <laughs> yeah, it's different." It's not hate of Chinese, though. It's not hate of China. Just they know. say all Chinese previously nomadic Central Plains people. What? Uh, uh, I'm trying to pass it out, but I, it's too quick. It's gone. Sorry, Kevin. Kevin is uh, ethnically Chinese, but he lives in New Zealand, uh -huh. um, and he always drops nuggets of knowledge about Asian culture. <laughs> yeah, he's like my Wikipedia. Asian wiki. <laughs> yeah, Asian wiki, but it's just like in comments, just quick, quick bursts of uh, information. It's just like whoa. Um, okay, uh, we're talking about the Russians. Uh, any communist legacies? Anything that's left over? I know they destroyed Lenin statues a while back. They killed thousands of monks. They didn't allow us to be a shamanic or Buddhist, no any religion. They, okay. And they also took our li li livestock. Well, they made it into uh, collectives. So there was no herders before. Oh, okay. So, because you're in one place, you're assigned this area. But since 1992, they stopped that. And yeah. actually, it's surprising that people went back to being nomads. Yeah. yeah. So it was, just, it was a period where it stopped. A lot of, but things continued somehow. I don't know how they, 
I think they did it in secret. Right. Because those things, like the religion things, were passed down somehow. So I think well, they did it in secret. Actually, your dad actually mentioned him as a kid. He said as a kid, he was told to sh about communism, and his parents were obviously around in Mongolia before communists so I've always grandparents and he was just telling me they had to keep quiet and so I feel like maybe some people did keep it quiet and when yeah. they left they just resumed yeah. it again yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay living costs in Mongolia uh, is a topic I wanted to cover with you and retirement Mongolia is surprisingly expensive I mean compared to it's not like a Europe or Hong Kong, uh, but it's more expensive than Southeast Asia and India. You know, when we spending time in, in, the, in there, when we come here, it's like, oh, like, like a, let's say your average meal, it's a little more than you would get a, your standard uh, rice and curry in India. Uh -huh. you, you can, there's no prices like that here. But uh, it's more like a little bit like Russia. But it's surprisingly expensive for an Asian country. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I I learned yesterday that the cost of living here, like, you can't, you don't go off an hourly rate. You said it's a daily rate, daily rate, and people live off a dollar fifty here, a U.S. dollar fifty. And uh, what do they do for a living? Uh, yogi and uh, Edwin's retired. I thing. He's yeah. retired. He's on Periscope. I watch, yeah, YouTube. <laughs> and so a dollar fifty a day—that's the average wage. And so when I had my meal yesterday, and I gave them. No, my, no. Was seventeen? Well, her cousin makes oh. around five, six dollars a day. But that was for like how many hours of work? Uh, Twelve. Oh, yeah, twelve hours of work. <laughs> but I, no, I think I looked it up. It's like a dollar fifty. A dollar fifty. You're saying per day though, or an hour? Oh, per hour? I think it's per. I need to per get, day, I, like around six dollars. Is it okay? I'm, I won't Google it then. Um, so six dollars, and I gave that boy. I say boy, but that, that young man. I gave him a two dollar tip. Two dollar, yeah. And that was a generous. That's supposedly generous. Whereas for me, that's like it's just two pound. <laughs> it's, it's frightening. That's what one fourth of her salary in just like one little thing. There. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't understand the significance of that tip. That tip. Uh, tipping is not customary. Uh, which but is this, what you said. But this mining thing. Okay. They're, they're mining just opened, so all this money is being flooded in. So Mongolia is at the inter interesting point right now. It's like, it's kind of like gold or not gold, but oil in those Middle East or African countries. Uh -huh. And people are, is it going to go Africa way or is Ask. it going to go Middle East way? You know, it's they're right at that that cr that point now where, hopefully, you know, you you want everyone to have uh, sure high standard of living, but there's the reality of corruption. So. They're at that point. They, you know, of course, they want to go the Saudi Arabia route, where everybody has enough, right? And huge buildings in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Well, they just want to distribute wealth. They, they want those resources to be, you know, uh, evenly distributed. Okay. Why don't you just use solar? Isn't that better than mining? You well, there's copper. You know, China wants all this copper for electronics. Okay. There's a lot of copper and gold and things like that. Right. So not coal mining. They have coal, but yeah. I mean, that's that's. That'll dry up soon, probably. Okay, hope so. Quicker. <laughs> but for me, I see like Mongolia should not develop this thing more better. We develop like tourism here. They should develop tourism. Yeah, yeah. and then from that we could see you now earn. There's no industry here at all. Yeah. Uh -huh. Other than uh, light, uh, uh, cashmere. 
Okay. Yeah. But that's very small. Kashmir, a little bit of tourism, and then mining. Yeah. Okay. Mining um, should stop, really. <laughs> I know it's a poor country, like... relatively speaking, yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of poor people. Yeah. yeah. It's a poor people. There's a lot of rich. So yeah. rich. It's a, you can call it a third world country. What shocks me even more is that the meal I had yesterday cost about six pound, and you're saying that the average wage per day is six pound, mm. and like that was one meal for me. Um, I ate basically their day's wages. Yeah. It's like, whoa, how, how, um, how? What's the word? Not blessed am I, but how? You're lucky. <laughs> yeah, lucky. I guess I guess I'm lucky. Hi, hey, buddy. Lucky, or it's um, it's all about privileged in sense. Privileged. Um, yeah. Fortunate, that's the better word. There. Um, yeah. You're comfortable. Like the guy digging through the trash. What do you mean? But did we see any? I don't. You mean in Hong Kong, people digging through the trash? Yeah. Did they do that here? Yeah. The metal, like cans and stuff? I mean, you can just see out there, there's a garbage bin out there. People dig through it. They do dig through it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the other question I wanted to ask about was uh, the rent. Um, rent is like really low here. You, you pointed it out yesterday. And uh, people know what how much I pay in Hong Kong. So if you want to give them like a, a like a well, just tell them about what the rent is like here. So we rented two places. Um, one was in dollars, okay, uh, around two hundred and fifty dollars for one month, and the other one, which was, got a little discount, it wasn't that great, but it was our aunties, and that was less than one hundred and fifty for one month. Mm. So yeah, it's relatively. And the houses are. This house, for example, and I'm assuming it's the same thing because it's, it's in a Russian building. It's probably two or three times larger than my apartments in Hong Kong. Are these are these rooms only? What do you mean? Do people make money off the internet there? Do people make money off internet there? It's it's it's, it's a little bit. It's not it's not like uh, Western countries, but it's growing. Okay. It's, it's not quite there. People don't. A lot of people don't use the internet a lot here. The right. older, older generation. So I think the next generation, yeah, you can say that. But right now, it's kind of... People go to the bank still. They stand in line and you know, mm -hmm. use internet bank or whatever. Okay. But yeah, my dad, for example, he has no idea about internet bank. I can pay... Oh, he's calling outside. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. We're going to be like 10 more minutes, and then we're going to we're gonna end the scope, okay? Nah. You're fluent then in Mongolian. Uh, I can converse. <laughs> My dad asked him quick. me like, hey, hey, talk like my calling my name like ten times outside, and now I ask, yes, what do you need? Can you give my smoke a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> it's like in Mongolia like that. You know, my dad calls me anytime he wants. Right. We are neighbors like, as well. Yeah. It happened? Like, oh, nothing. Where are you? I'm like, I'm like middle of class or doing something very important. He would just... Okay. Just randomly yeah. ring you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> uh, the last topic I want to talk about is uh, Edwin's actually retired. He's 39. And uh, just share some of that um, reasoning behind retiring at such a young age. And what does he do with his life? Uh, basically, I'm sure he shares a lot of it with you. Huh? I'm sure he shares, he's retired, huh? I'm saying, 
you know, what does he do with his life? And I'm sure he shares a lot of it with you. Yeah. Day to day, what do you do? Wow, our life is so nice. We wake up, we just do meditation, then we maybe we want to hike, then we hike, and then come back, he cooks the lunch, and I clean. If I want to meet my friends, I meet and come back. We practice together yoga in the uh -huh. evening. And then, hey, let's watch some series, a movie for 20 minutes. And then let's eat dinner. All right, let's do meditation, basically like that. No stress. No stress, nothing. Awesome. Oh, we have stress. <coughs> Relative. Well, sometimes, yeah. Relative to the... Yeah. Yeah. We're not but usually stressing. our daily life, the day to day like that. Yeah, I said relative to most people, we have yeah. a low stress life. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I need the secrets to retire early. Right. What is the secret, <laughs> Edwin? No secret. So, so well, don't, withhold, don't withhold the information then. Tell us how we can retire so early. Okay, let's see. Give us your one-step action plan. Uh, there's no one step. <laughs> people don't want to know that. They want to know one step. That's, okay, we'll, we'll quick summary. Um, so we see in the internet adverts. <laughs> Uh, in university, I got this book. It's a corny title. It's called. You have to read. I had to read. Damn. It's okay. like a nine-step program. It's called. Uh, Nine read. steps. It's really corny, but it really works. It's called Your Money or Your Life. Basically, it teach, teach, taught me how to my relationship with money, and and, and to where I'm at today. So, um, yeah. So, I worked in Korea for three years for a salary. Uh, that was when I was 33. I saved up enough, and uh, since that time, <clears throat> but that's I'm 39 now. Six years, I've been traveling without employment. Max says he knows that book, by the way. It's a good book. <laughs> Max is a good person. Oh, this teach taught, uh, taught me how a relationship with money and what to do with my uh, the. You know my life energy. That's that's your real currency. Your okay. Life energy, like uh, your your yeah, your life basically. Well, it's hard hard to describe, but but it, it allowed me to you know I I had this vision in mind of what I wanted to do when I was older. I, I wanted to um, not work in an office and and a, like my parents. I didn't want to work in a job that I necessarily wasn't excited about. I wanted to do things that I wanted to do when I was older. Okay, so you just you just thought about it and then it happened. Uh, That's what a lot of people expect. They think about the dream and it's like it's going to happen if they just think about it hard enough and then. Yeah, but you know, I, uh, <laughs> that's this mental. I mean, this is a practical advice on what to uh -huh. do uh, in, in your relationship with money, especially. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I worked in Korea. I saved up a bunch there, and I sent it uh, all my money here, and uh, I live off the earned interests from that. That's my passive income. Right. And what I earn from that is just is enough for me to exist in Asia. Okay. Mostly. What happens if you want to buy something like an iPhone? And I don't. I don't it? buy an iPhone. <laughs> I buy Android. He he buys uh, second hand second hand clothes. Okay. And he has only few clothes, and he lives very cheap. All about relationship. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I don't do I I and it's so expensive. Yeah. Okay, so second hand Android or something? No, no, I buy new Android. Oh, okay. It's less than a hundred dollars. In Mongolia. 
or wherever. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't buy Android. Oh, it's nice. No way. And I don't live in America. Yeah, I don't have even phone. He gave me his old phone, and then I used it. Yeah. Otherwise, I never use the smartphone. This is her real lover. This is her real something something close to her heart. That's okay. Anyways. Okay, so I just sort of leave a. What you call a frugal life or whatever. But then you're saying like you worked for what seemed like not not so many years, right. and then you've managed to save that money, and then it's like a frugal existence um, to sort of make that money stretch and like say you've. You're I don't like the word frugal because it's like it, cheap, but I don't mean I, it I, I, way, I am frugal. I am frugal. I know. I know you're saying to me, but I I like this. It's I like to lead the lifestyle I want to lead. Let's say that. You don't give okay. I buy, like, I which costs out. less than an, an, a typical lifestyle. I'll go out and eat a nice meal, right? Yeah. I won't. I'm, I don't suffer. He, he is more modest lifestyle, maybe. Someone's saying. I think saying. he yeah. is like a. He gave to importance to good food and health. For mm. example, hiking, meditating, yoga. But he don't give importance to material things like good clothes or good phone or. Because it's not my know. interest. I don't like yeah, those even things. Even a so. good soap, or like even small things. But he gave importance to very good food. He cooks uh -huh. very delicious, healthy food. So I don't exclude things. I don't. Yeah. To try. I just want to. Uh, I want to do things that I want to. That's the way I think about it. I'm not. Sure. I'm not subtracting. It's just I'm following the path I want to. But some people. Well, I'm not trying to set you up against anything or imply something negative. I'm just trying to. Yeah. Basically, you've thought about what you want to do, and you don't let anything distract you. Right. Okay. Even though we live in a world full of distractions, right. where it's asking us those distractions. Not even distractions. Us. It's like there's societal norms too you have to yeah, follow. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about advertising. It's a distraction. Every time, if well, your attention is on an advert and not on a book, yeah. then your then your mind is taken up by that, and that's that's your own personal economy, your own resources being used up, and it's like, oh, I'm being asked to buy a burger. Oh, I'm being asked to buy a phone. I'm being asked to buy a chocolate bar. And people th think, well, that's the norm, so yeah, I should buy stuff. And then they might look at you and say, yeah, but how can you not live without an iPhone? Or what about a juicy expensive... Right, these are societal these are norms. People. Yeah, they've been normalized. Right, they, I mean, I, from my friends and family, they, they, you should basically tell me, you should live this way, the way I live, basically, or the way I think you should live. And, and it's just, it's so hard for people to say, no, I, I want to do it my own way. You know, I need to you know, consciously think of what I want rather than what other people want from me. Max says it's called having personal character and morals. Character? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. What? Personal character and morals. Uh, so your nine steps, if I understood it correctly, is one, step one, working career. No, think about it. Step two, working career. No, no, no. Doesn't follow that. <laughs> I'm just summarizing oh, okay, okay. a joke. Oh, okay. Working career uh -huh. for like three years. Then go to Mongolia, put your money in the bank, and then... The Step five is profit. Yeah. Yeah. Passive income. Okay. So you don't need to be broke. That's, that's my follow my five steps. That's my step. That's not no steps. That's just my career uh, lifestyle or plan. Timeline. Okay. Yeah, anyways. And you live in the step as well, technically. Yeah. Oh, not here, uh, but we go out to the countryside a lot. Uh, yeah. That's what they call the land in Mongolia, the step. I just made five points, Max. I don't need to read the book. I've done it. I can follow... <laughs> The five steps I've just gleaned from, I've short, I've shortcutted this book reading process. But yeah, and that's not for everybody. That's just me. You know, you, yeah, yeah. you lead your life anyway. You could, yeah, you could, you just, yeah. 
Right, um, that's it for time. Uh, I've got to say thank you yeah. wonderfully. Thank you very much mm-hmm. for your time, um, for sharing some of your insights about Mongolia and your personal I just life. people weren't bored. That's all I uh, well, the numbers are higher than normal for a chat scope oh. because it turns people off that they can't type. They want to they express themselves, so mm-hmm. they get upset and they don't bother watching. Yeah, but the replay viewers, they're just replay viewers. They can't and these type, hearts anyway. mean like love or yeah, something? Yeah, they love you. Uh, they love what's happening. Uh, so they're saying fantastic. Uh, it's like a it's not me, it's, it's these two. Like that? <laughs> it's not an interview, it's, it's, it's a chat. It's just a nice chat. I don't like the idea of an interview. It's far too formal. Although it is a little bit more formal, I get that, uh, compared to yesterday where you're like, how <laughs> strong I am. Let's pick this up. <laughs> Let's just, yeah. Okay, so you can find me if you're new. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, or Jonathan JK. And um, I'll see you in the next scope, okay? They are super cool. But you don't have any social media. Uh, I have Facebook. Okay. Just face-to-face media. That's what I have. <laughs> it's more honest. It's more personal. Yeah. Less stressful, less ambiguous. Doesn't require a battery charger. <laughs>